Hello, and welcome to episode 21 of the Twisted Stitches podcast. We're your hosts, Tweet. And Kimberly. And today we're recording on Sunday, July 19th, 2015. going good it's hot yeah it's too hot it's very hot it i'm is, melting we have the air on it i'm melting it is strangely humid and 95 degrees in LA. it's kind of gross yeah yeah it's pretty gross so i haven't seen you in a while well i mean i've seen you but i haven't we haven't podcast in a while it's been almost four weeks i think it's been about three i think been about three yeah by the time this comes out maybe almost four yeah yeah because you've been away i've been away i've had visitors Yes. So we haven't had a lot of time to podcast. Yep. Um, but there's been a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Which has been fun. Yeah. Yeah. For instance, my parents are here visiting. Yes. My mother is sitting in the room listening to our podcast. Yeah. Say hi, Kimberly's mom. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to hang out for a little bit, so we're going to have her sit in on a segment or two. Um, I don't think she's going to last through the whole thing, because... because no, um, if you don't knit, this is really boring. Yeah. <laughs> I have some coworkers. They're like, "Oh, you do a podcast?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's on knitting." They're like, "Oh, I'll listen to it." I'm like, "But it's on knitting. Like, yeah. you don't know anything about knitting. You're gonna be really bored." <laughs> I mean, I agree. I don't. I don't recommend it for people who don't knit. It's so. like me listening to a fly fishing podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I would. Yeah. Really get it. I don't think so. No. Yeah. No. no. So. Um, so we'll see how she does. <laughs> yeah. How long? She <laughs> Mom's lasts. a trooper. Um, let's just, we'll get into everything, um, that we've been up to, but let's just start with the knitting. Um, let's go on to Whip It. What are you, what are you working on, Kimberly? Whip It! I'm still working from the baby blanket! Yay, the modern baby blanket? The modern baby blanket from Log Cabin Knitting is being knit with, uh, uh, Madeline Tosh, four different colors. That's DK. DK. Um, it's going really well. It's a lot bigger than... Yeah, it was a couple weeks ago. It's a lot bigger than the last time I saw it. Yeah, there's a lot of orange going on right now, <laughs> which is not bad, but it is because it's all because it's all garter stitch. It really is taking a long time to knit. It's kind of tedious. Yeah, but it's it's okay for me right now because it's we're in the middle of when we talk about reading and watching. I've been watching a lot of TV, so it's actually worked out really well. Um, oh, how but, much? How like what percentage do you think you? finished i feel like i'm maybe it's hard to tell because you're knitting it from the middle out right so i've done like a lot of blocks but then the blocks are just going to get bigger as mm-hmm. i keep going so i think i'm maybe about 30 40 percent oh really yeah okay. it looks pretty big to me it's pretty big i think i'm gonna say 40 percent okay um because we still have i think i'm on brick i'm on brick block, yeah. block six and there are 10 blocks okay but oh. those blocks are bigger or bigger they're longer okay. yeah so I'm going to say about 40%. Okay. So we'll see how it goes. Um, it's not bad. It's probably one of the faster baby blankets I've done. Just yeah, because I mean, it's just garter stitch. It it's just garter stitch. Fast. Yeah, and it's pretty easy just to keep casting on on the edges, mm-hmm. picking up stitches. Um, and it's pretty even. I'm pretty proud of myself that everything's even. Oh, it's looking nice. There's not a lot of holes. <laughs> yeah. You never know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty good. I've been working on that, and I, I'm working. I worked on something else, but we'll talk about that in finished objects. Okay. And I see you're knitting something pretty. Yes, I started a new pair of socks. Uh, these are the Rose City Rollers, and that's the pattern by Mary Catherine Brenner, who is Orange Knits on Instagram. 
And these are the little anklet socks with the rolled cuff. Oh, I finished yeah. a pair, I think, in the last episode. But I started a new pair for my mom. She wanted a pair. And That's cute. I was <laughs> I figured these would actually have a chance of getting finished since they're pretty small. Small. They're anklets. Yes. And so this is a um, yarn from my stash. And it's Lorna's Laces Shepherd Sock. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is the daffodil. Let me check. What does it say? Oh, dandelion. Dandelion. Colorway. That's pretty. And it's yellows and spring green and like a turquoise. It looks like it's striping. Uh, I think it's, yeah, it actually, I think. Is uh, it self-striping? No, no, it's not. It's variegated, but I just think just happenstance because of my stitch count and, ro- and gauge, yeah. it's just coming out sort of in pretty even stripes. Right. I don't think it's meant to. <laughs> it's really nice. Yeah, so That's I'm really about nice. halfway done with the first sock, and I brought these socks with me to Comic-Con. If you uh, follow us on Instagram, you might have seen it popping up here and there. I actually didn't do a ton of knitting at Comic-Con. Were you knitting uh, waiting in line? I, I tried to. Yeah, uh, but you move around a lot, and it's hard to focus. It's I hard think. to focus. So people I, have people are sitting there, and they have toys around you, and you want to look at their toys and, and there's costumes and stuff. You yeah. kind of talk to people. So I did find it kind of hard to concentrate, and I didn't want to take out my knitting constantly. I'm using double points, and I have bad luck with these uh, carbons, so I'm a little bit paranoid about losing another one these are i was gonna say these are the same carbons if you remember a few weeks ago that mm. twee lost one in a restaurant and we were moving the table and so the benches and the chairs it. trying to find this lone knitting needle that had like mm. rolled somewhere well i didn't tell you when i was home for the fourth of july Did you i lose another one well for about a day <gasps> i lost it somewhere between the living room and my room oh, and, I was, so mad. and i was just so annoyed and i, so I was mad. really annoyed but luckily, my dad ended up spotting it like the next day. So oh, that's good. But after that, I was a little paranoid. Go, dad! Because I don't. Yeah. These are expensive, and I like them. I don't lose them. And you need all of them, right? <laughs> if you lose one or two, then the whole yeah. the whole thing's kind of shot. So. so, so I didn't knit on these as much as I wanted to uh, at Comic Con, but it was nice just to have them. Yeah. I did. I did some of the panels that were less crowded, and I had a little more elbow room. I did take them out so mm-hmm. I could, um, you know, listen and knit at the same time. Because they're for your mom, are you reinforcing the heel? No. I have a feeling she's probably just going to wear them around the house. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not wear them with shoes. No, probably not. She probably won't wear them, like, with her sneakers or anything or do any hardware on them. So I'm not not too worried. Okay. And it's interesting. I haven't... I don't think I've knit with Lorna's laces before, even though I have some in my stash. And it's nice, but it's it's actually... It's it's thinner. Like, I, I made these socks on... The Shibui sock yarn before, yeah. and that's a really round yarn. It's not super thick, it's just really round. And this definitely feels thinner, and so my fabric isn't as dense yeah. as it was before. And I like pretty dense socks. It's not like they're not dense, it's just I could tell a difference. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting, that's all. Yeah, I think I, I have a pair of Lorna Laces mm-hmm. sock yarn that are self striping. Yes, they made this, this sort of striping colorway. Yeah, they're white and yellow, so it's pretty. It'll just stripe up. Mm-hmm. But I haven't used them yet. This, we bought... I have the same one. We bought... We bought them together. Ages ago from the Pearl Bee when yeah. Lorna's Laces made, I think, four or five striping colorways for them. But that's what happens, because I don't make socks, right. really. 
So now I never want to use it. I don't want to use it for anything else because it's self-destruct. I mean, one day when I eventually make uh, socks again, I'll use it. You can make it, fingerless mitts or a hat or It's just one of those things in my stash. I'm like, I look at it and I think, you're special. I'm never yeah. going to use you. And <laughs> then maybe you, you might have bought me some when you were in New York. I probably did. You probably did. I probably did. That's what happens. Okay. Are you working anything else? Mm, I'm going to say no. No? Okay. I have, other, no. I have other things. I <laughs> I did some work on my Brickless by Martina Bame, mm-hmm. and that's the one I'm doing in the Miss Babs uh, Yowza in Zombie Prom. Nice. And I like that. <laughs> zombie Prom! And I'm still having fun with it. It's just, it was bigger, so I didn't bring it with me on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I, I like that. I like that pattern a lot, and uh, I plan to do more on it soon, so <laughs> I took a little break. Because I'm working on something new, but um, I definitely I definitely want to finish that soon because I think it'll be really squishy and nice for uh, the fall if it ever gets cold here ever again. It's never getting cold ever again. Never again. I'm so hot. <laughs> I want to shower right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so gross. It's pretty hot. It's weird, too, because, see, we're not usually humid. I was telling my parents, right, because they're here. I'm like, you guys brought the humidity with you. Yes, they're from New Jersey. They're from New Jersey, and they brought the rain. You got, we had rain. Yeah. She, mom's mad. <laughs> mom's been... giggling because she's mad. Because she's like, I come to California, and I just expect sunshine. And it was sunny all week. And sunny all week, and they came, and it, it thunderstorms. Right, thunderstorms <laughs> and rain, so like, I don't know what? what's happening with that. Anyway, enough about the weather. Uh, the, I started a new project just a few days ago, and it is called the... Spirit Within Me Cowl. Showing Kimberly the picture right now. That's pretty. Yeah, it's a cowl that's worked in DK weight yarn. With, in three colors? In three colors. Uh, the, it starts with a solid color with a textured pattern that's sort of like a, a chevron, but it's done in like knits and pearls. It's pretty. And then there's a section that you can use a variegated yarn. and that just has, stock in it? It has eyelets. You can't tell. My copy is in black and white, so it's hard to tell. But it has little eyelets. Mm-hmm. And then the last six or seven rows garter. are done in like garter stitch in a matching color. That's nice. So this is a pattern by Shay Hobbs. And this is her first pattern. I actually follow her on Instagram. Her name is Mirabelle and Me. And she's a really nice Instagram oh, account. yeah. Yeah. And uh, she was working on this, and she posted the pattern, and I bought it. There's actually an Instagram knit-along going on, and I think the hashtag is spiritwithinmekal. Oh, cool. Yeah. And so I'm working, I'm using stash yarn. Woohoo! Yay, good for you. So the solid color I'm using, and I had to, it was hard for me to find matching colors. Really? In a DK. I don't have a lot of DK weight yarn. Really? That's surprising. I have a lot of... You figuring? Fingering and worsted. Oh, yeah. well, we normally buy worsted. Right. But not sort of a DK weight. Uh-huh. So I chose for my solid, I actually ended up did, uh, going with a worsted weight yarn. Yeah. And this is an Ella Ray yarn. It's just their classic wool. That's pretty. And it's just in... It's cream? Cream. Like, it's nothing that exciting. It's just cream. It's pretty white. Look at that. That looks really nice. Yeah. This yarn is kind of... I mean, it's, it looks like snow. Yeah, it's very basic. It's kind of like Cascade Two Twenty. Yeah, and which That's I not mean, bad. which I don't mind Cascade Two Twenty at all. But did you pick up? You picked out the other colors then. Yeah. Okay. And so this yarn is okay so far. It's pretty squishy. I found a few random weak spots where like, in the yarn. 
Yeah, more part of it had come sort of, like, a couple of the plies had come undone. Yeah. And I thought, hmm, did I get moths or something creepy like that? Right. But... That'd be awful. But the rest of the yarn doesn't have it. And then I found a few knots in the yarn, so I think it's just the yarn. Okay. You know, so... Well, maybe it's just, like, one of those random, you know, yeah, balls, balls that, that wasn't awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so for the... Because I think I've used that yarn before. You might have. I feel like I've used it for something, and I've, I've, I've been okay. Yeah. And so then... The fun part, variegated, I'm going to use this, Pretty. which is my Stimpy Lab Warm DK yarn. It looks like candy. Yeah, in the suburbs. I don't know if you remember, but I started a hat with this. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought you used that. I started a fluid hat in it, but I ended up ripping it out because it was looking really nice, like the way it was knitting up, but the fluid hat has a double brim. It, oh, Yeah. And I was, like, knitting it and knitting it. You don't like it. And I just felt like it was going to be really thick and warm on the brim yeah. because it was double. Yeah. And I just wasn't sure how much use I would get out of it. I feel like if I was going to make that hat again, I would use, like, a lighter weight yarn for the the double part, you know, the part that folds under. Yeah. Instead of the same yarn, you know, maybe, like, a fingering weight or a sport weight, just so it wasn't so thick on the brim. Yeah. So I ended up ripping it out and Aww. reballing it. But I'm going to use that with this, see? Yeah, see, I think that looks lovely. It looks pretty, right? That looks really great. And for the solid yarn, I'm going to use... Oh, that's really pretty. Yeah, some leftover yarn from a hat that I did a while back. And this is Sweet Fiber Merino Twist, which is worsted in the temperate colorway. And that's sort of a grab, like Kelly Green. It's a Kelly green color. It's a beautiful green because it, it sort of, it variegates a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It, they're, it, they're like hand-dyed. So, yeah, it's um, gorgeous. The hat I made with this is really pretty. So, yeah. I think, uh, yeah. That'll be really nice. So, it'll be it'll be a fun little cowl once it's done. I'm The texture pattern is actually pretty fun. It's a lot easier to do than I thought it was going to be. Uh, I was kind of like, oh, no, there's no chart, but... Um, you don't really need it, and each row is actually really easy to memorize. The whole pattern is, you could it's memorize easy. the whole pattern, but each row is, you know? So, uh, it's been going pretty fast, but I can't wait to get to the variegated yarn, because to me, that's, you know, that's, that's the fun, fun stuff, yeah. I like it that you're using so, a light color, though, for that part, because you can see the pattern a lot more. Yeah, like, I, was, I was, yeah, I wanted to use, the pattern calls for Malabrigo Rios, which is a very light yeah. worsted, and I do have some of that, but not any colors that would go with the Stimpy Lab, which I wanted to use. You picked that one first. Right. Yeah. yeah. I only had, like, darker colors, and I looked for some other variegated, you know, maybe so I could switch it up, but I just didn't have a lot of sport or variegated, you know, mm-hmm. and so this is what I went with. I think it's going to, I think it's going to be nice, though. It looks beautiful. Yeah. So I can't wait to see it. I love rainbow yeah. colors. Yeah. Rainbow colors. We love rainbows. Yes. So those are the things I'm working on, and I think that's it. That's it? Yeah. Excellent. So this let's move on to faux show. Faux show. Faux show. What faux do you I want have to show me? I Everybody, I have a faux. Uh, I don't have, we don't have an applause sound effect. I know, but maybe it's like there. You a, go. There, thank you. Thank, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I have a photo, and it's the hat. It's the dark hat by Wooly Worm Head. Head. Yeah. And I, if you remember, I've had some problems with this hat. Yes. Not, not, not because of the pattern, 
No. But just because of my own silliness. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's knit in Malabrigo Mariposa, uh-huh. a worsted weight mar- yes. Mariposa. The classic worsted. The classic single worsted. ply. Um, it's very pretty. It's like a soft group sea green and like a little gray green and a little yellow cornish color. Mm-hmm. Variegated. Um, I have this colorway at home somewhere. And the, the pattern itself is really okay and simple. It's just at one point, for some reason, I got to when I started decreasing, mm-hmm. and I did not decrease according to pattern. Oh. And I, because I read the pattern wrong. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I was like quite, I was just kind of watching TV. This is what happens. I shouldn't do hats while I'm watching TV. <laughs> or at least decreasing. I'm decreasing. Yeah. I should have paid attention. So I'm like halfway through the decrease, and I look at it, and I'm way off. Um, like your stitch count was off or something? My stitch count was off, and you see, like, you well, can tell where everything kind Yeah, it's like, it's like a... Weird. It's got a... It's, it's got an irregular rib pattern. Yeah. So I'm sure the decreases are very specific. Yeah, and of course I didn't pay attention to that. But given my history with the hat, <laughs> I was like, I'm not ripping this out, I'm just gonna keep going, right? It, did you change... So, I mean, did you... Redo it because it looks okay to me. It's not that bad, but I can tell where I started decreasing because there's like a slight oh, rib not even. of weirdness. Okay. Yeah. Do you um, think, are you gonna block it? That might even it yeah, out. Yeah, I might block it and um, just like at the top, just a little bit to make it a little flatter, yeah. mm-hmm. um, more but, even. But overall, I think actually the hat turned out pretty well. I'm yeah, gonna you put it on. I'm gonna try to do another one, not right away because you know hair <laughs> up. Because um, you you you're, you're on a break with it for right I'm now. on a break. We're we're on a break. Okay, we're on a break. So I can see other people. Okay. Yes. Um. So I'm going to I'm going to take a break from this hat. I'll probably do it again, mm-hmm. maybe in a different yarn because I found this. Um. I, I like the worsted a lot, but the needles that I was were using were like slightly too short for the amount of stitches I needed. Oh, you're saying so that they originally. kept sliding off. Yeah. So I think the whole thing was just kind of doomed from the beginning. <laughs> Um, so I'm gonna try to use a worsted weight uh, yarn that's slightly thinner, and do the hat do the hat again. Yeah. Um, I will not. I will be paying way more attention this time. Even the upsize it though, because it seems um, not very. Oh yeah, well that's why I did. That's why it's so small because yeah. I because all the stitches kept falling off the needles. Yeah, okay. So I'll do a medium size. I'll do a different size, and I'll use a smaller yarn. Oh, what size and is that one? This is the smallest one. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, this is the smallest one. That's the smallest one. So we'll see what happens the second time. But in the meantime, I'm gonna take a break and start another hat. I'm not sure which hat yet. I have to look through the stash. Well, that, that counts for your 15 hats in 2015. It does. Woohoo! It does. Yay! Yay! So I'm up to like six hats or four, five hats or something like that. Okay. Um, so then I'm going to start another hat soon, probably this week. I'm going to choose one and um, do that one. So I'm pretty excited because it's like, it's always nice to have a hat, to do a hat. I like hats. They're sort of fun. Yeah, they're and just nice and small and interesting since you don't knit socks it's kind of you know it's kind of your it's easy to go knitting yeah exactly and also i'm doing a little bit of traveling soon so um mm-hmm. i think the hat will be probably the best traveling plain, like plain knitting plain knitting because i can't bring this baby blanket <laughs> no you i could but it would be really it'd be kind of tough so right. um i'm looking for i might bring a hat and i might bring that other baby blanket i'm I'm, oh, the one you found? Yeah, yeah, because it's so small. It's at the very beginning stages. Right, the pine forest. Yeah, so I think I might try that. But okay. We'll see. I still have, um, you know, still thinking about it. Okay. Yeah, so that's the only thing I finished. Did you finish okay. anything? I finished one thing, and it was a couple of weeks ago, actually. Oh, uh, we both finished something. I know. Amazing. Exciting. Amazing. I'm so, excited. So right before Comic-Con, um, which was about... Um, two weeks ago now, or a week and a half ago. Yeah. I decided I wanted to make a tiny gnome, but oh yeah, to change him to make him a tiny Hulk. 
Oh, yeah, and this really? totally wasn't my idea. Oh. I saw it on Instagram. Someone else did it. Someone else did a bunch of uh, superheroes from the tiny gnome pattern. So, they, a, so you're altering the pattern to make them look like the superheroes, well, kind of. Because you're not giving them like a, a triangle hat, are you? I did give it a triangle. I did. Oh, give you gave him a, him a triangle I hat. I gave him a triangle hat. Oh, so cool. basically, it's it's the same pattern, but you sort of switch up the colors uh-huh. so that. Um, it looks like he's wearing, you know, the costume. Oh, that's awesome. So for Tiny Hulk... Tiny Hulk. (laughs) Tiny Hulk. Poor Tiny Hulk. I made, you know, purple pants, and then I made his entire body green, and then I just gave him... Oh, actually, did I make his entire... I made his body green, I think I made his hat black. Oh, nice. And then I just gave him... You know, <gasps> he's Hulk, like undercover, yes. impersonating. So I, I, I gave him little angry eyes. Oh yeah, that know. is Hulk. Oh, that's cute. And so, and this totally, totally wasn't my idea. Someone else did it, and they did like a Batman and Spider Man. That's awesome. It, they're, they're really cute. It would be fun just to make a bunch of your favorite characters. Mm-hmm. And so, I finished him right before the Fourth of July, before I went to see my family. Which was the weekend before Comic-Con, so um, I took a whole week off of work, so I was actually gone to visit my parents, and then I went straight sort of to Comic-Con. I came home for just one night, so that's why I wanted to finish him sort of before I went anywhere, and, but while I was at home, I was wondering, oh, like, how will I take him around with me? I don't want to lose him, so I decided to buy a, a pin back. You can go, you know, to a craft store, and it's just like a little bar, and then it has like a little pin. Oh, and, cool. Right, so I, did, I bought a pack of those and just sewed oh, it awesome. on the back of him, and then I pinned him to my Comic-Con lanyard. That's awesome. So he just hung out with me all weekend. I was actually really paranoid that he was going to fall off. He was going to fall off. Yeah. But, uh, the, did anyone say anything? I think one person noticed. They were like, hey, it's Hulk. Yeah. But it's a gnome Hulk. It's a gnome Hulk. That's awesome. But, uh, yeah, the pinback was pretty yeah. pretty solid and... Uh, it didn't, it's not one of the, the ones that, you know, like to unclasp or anything weird. So. Yeah, once it's on, it's on. Right, he didn't have any trouble. So that was fun. I, I took him around, and he's... Are you going to do more of those? Super cute. I might do some other ones. The Batman one is really cute. I should find it and show it to you. Oh, I love Batman. The Batman one is pretty cute. And they made it, they even made, like, a little cape. Yes. <laughs> I am Batman. You are Batman. I'm Batman. So, I'm yes, Batman. Tiny Hulk. Not a huge F.O., but... Awesome. Uh, he's adorable. He is adorable. So I, I love him. Did you ever think about making like a giant one then? Like a giant Hulk? Uh, well, I'm going to make the Jumbo Gnome. I know gnome. you're going to make the Jumbo yeah. Gnome, but you know. I don't know. Hulk I is... have this vision of you with the Jumbo Gnome and then like all of us make you little gnomes, like a gnome army. Yeah. I still think about that, but oh. but now like all Jumbo Gnome army. That would be hilarious. You could like just shove them all in your apartment and they could all be watching you. <laughs> we could have one like sitting in your shower. <laughs> Seems a little creepy. <laughs> I know, I like it. If I was going to make, make a bigger one that was a superhero, I would probably do Batman. Just because yeah. Hulk isn't my favorite, necessarily, superhero. Yeah. So. I think Batman would be cool. Or I act, I, Listen, Captain America is not my favorite superhero, mm-hmm. but I just think his kind of costume pattern would yes. be cool. He'd make a little so, shield. Yeah, I think that would be cool. He would be cool. I'd get that. Our That'd friend Althea cool. would like that. She loves Captain America. Hey, Althea. Hey. We know you love Captain America. We're just brainstorming here. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's all. That's all. So, yeah, I finished him, and that's about it. That's very cool. Yeah. Very cool. All right, let's move on to the next segment. The next segment is retail therapy. It is? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk about retail therapy. Not yet. Uh, actually, I wanted to talk about spinning. Oh, yeah. Let's because spinning. I haven't spun in so long. 
uh, it's been months and months, but a couple of days ago I woke up and thought to myself, had the urge. I should spin something. I think I saw something on Instagram. Didn't you post something yes, on Instagram? Yes, I did post uh, a, month, a shot of my bobbin. And so the last time I left off of my spinning, I had been plying mm-hmm. two singles together mm-hmm. and sort of midway through and I don't know, I just kind of lost um, the motivation. And so the other day I, I took it out and I spun for about, you know, 30 minutes or so. It's pretty good. And finished plying those those two singles. Awesome. And I don't remember exactly what the uh, what the fibers were, but I know they were from Blarney Yarns, mm-hmm. which is somewhat local to us, and there were two different colorways. I know one was called Amethyst, which was purples, and another one was Blues, and I spun them into singles, and then I just plied them together into a two-ply, and... Oh, hang on, actually. I have it somewhere. Here we go. You do? Yeah, I brought it. Oh, good. See? So here it is. Oh, pretty. Uh, so it's interesting. I, I don't, you know, I'm still a very, very beginning spinner. So I don't know if this, you know, awesome. is yarn is going to be great, but it's pretty nice looking. And, oh, it's really pretty. Um, I don't have a nitty naughty, but I, so I want to get one. It's like this little contraption. It's just usually like some sticks put together a certain way so you can wind a skein. Oh, yeah. I've seen those. I didn't know that, what they were called. Yeah, usually oh, I just okay. use the back of a chair, but it's not very... It's not great. It's not great. It's not the easiest, and it's... Uh, knitting eyes are nice because they usually come in specific lengths. Like, you know, one will make a... You know, each round will make one yard or two yards, so it's easier to estimate how much yardage you have. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can just yeah. count how many, like, rounds you make. And, you know, yeah. go from there, depending yeah. how, you know, wide your nitty naughty is. So, mm-hmm. and I think it just makes nice looking skeins. Right, right. Yeah, right. so I might order one of those soon from Etsy or something. Just That's like cool. an inexpensive one. Yeah. Yeah, I think this yarn was Polworth, but I can't remember. I have to look. Do you have the um, the tag still, or? I think I have them somewhere. Yeah. I thought I put them in my railroad stash, but I couldn't find them. That, that's happened to me, too. I thought, mm-hmm. like, oh, I definitely put it in there, and then I look back, and I'm like, oh, it's not in there. Because, you know, when the tag comes apart, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, no, I have to put this in because I'll forget. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. Well, it's really pretty. But it's fun. It's, you know, it's blues and purple. I think the two colors uh, actually blended really well together. Yeah, I think they're very So, nice. and I'm not sure really what weight this is. It kind of varies because, again, I'm a new, very new spinner, so it's not super even. But I'd say it's kind of even. Yeah, like a fingering to a sport. It kind of goes in between there or something like that. It kind of varies <laughs> throughout. <laughs> Do you know what you're going to make with it yet? No, I think I'm going to wait and see how much I have of it Yeah. before I decide. So how do you calculate how much you have of it? Well, that's the thing. If you... Um, you can use that device. You can use the nitty naughty. You can measure. If you use the back of a chair, too, if you measure the, ch- like, you know, the chair, and then you can count how many rounds it makes, too, is just... Um, it's just not as pretty. So, yeah, I'll use that, and I'll use a Nitty Naughty and to see, you know, it's four ounces, because mm-hmm. there's two ounces for each bump, though it's slightly less, because I had singles left over from one of them. Oh, Because, yeah. you know, I'm not that great yet, so the it's not like I made an even amount of yarn for each bump, right, you know right. what I mean? So, um, that's, which is fine, which I think happens a lot, too. Yeah. So, I don't know how much I have. 
There's like okay, one. It's so pretty. Bobbin. It's pretty full. I'm sure I'll be able to at least get a hat out of it, you know? Do you feel, like, a little bit more protective of it now because you've spun it yourself? And, like, is there a special kind of emotional attachment to it? Because now you feel like, um, you know, you're, you've had an extra step in the process of making the right. yarn. I mean... I feel like I would be too scared to use it because I would be too emotionally attached to it. I do think that new spinners are like that. It's kind of like, yeah. it's my precious and, you know, I'll just stare at it. Yeah. But... I think I kind of got over that the last time I knit my first hand-spun. I think your first sort of hand-spun. It's special. Yeah, this is kind of my first wheel-spun hand-spun. But I want to knit it. I want to see what it looks like. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't think I'll be too precious with it. Uh, I do think I'll maybe be a little pickier. You know, maybe when I pick a pattern, you know, I'll want to pick something that shows it off. Yeah, definitely. You know, but I definitely want to use it. Yeah. So. I think it's just, like, really cool yeah <laughs> it's really cool so yeah i've never done spinning it's amazing i've done a little spinning um yeah i don't know when i'll start my bobbins are free now so maybe i'll start something new oh cool yeah so next segment is yay for spinning yay for spinning let's go to cute Cued. Okay, cued. I cued one thing cued dun, one dun, thing. Dun, that's very exciting because you know i don't really cue anything I know. what did you cue so I queued a um, project called The Joker and the Thief, and oh, yes. it's a pattern by Melanie Berg. That's a really pretty And I queued it because pattern. it's a really pretty pattern. I queued it because I'm on the Sunshine Yarns um, mail list, email list, mm-hmm. and she was she's doing like a kit mm-hmm. for, that, for that pattern, and um, it's, she has all these different colors. I'm not going to tell you which color I picked, mm-hmm. which kit I picked, because I'm going to wait until I Come. get it. Okay. And then we can talk about it in retail therapy. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to tell us what the shawl looks like in case people haven't seen it yet? Sure. The shawl is, I think it's triangular. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's uh, asymmetrical, isn't it? It is. I think it's kind of asymmetrical. It's wider well. on one end. Um, yeah. And it's sort of this really unique kind of pattern because I feel like the they use the colors really well. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning... See, it's. I think the colors are asymmetrical, but I think it's actually oh, triangle. even maybe uh, triangle. It's kind of hard to tell. Yeah, so there's no like full on. So one side oh. of the triangle is sort of in your um, dark color, the and color. your main color, and then it has little stripes of the the um, accent color. And then as you go through the shawl, in the middle it changes, and then the accent color becomes bigger. Becomes the main color. The main colors, right. and then the dark color actually becomes the stripe. Okay. Um, so if you want to look that up, it's kind of like inverse. Yeah, inverse. and it's it's really pretty. Again, it it's called really the Joker pretty. and the Thief by Melanie Berg, and it is just it's just lovely. It's so different. Right. I feel like it's really really different, and you can do a lot of different color combinations. Yeah, if you have scraps, you can you know make col- your own colorways. Of course, you know, I love I love a good kit, so... I love kits. I love not being able to... I like just being like, I'm going to use this and this, and this is going to happen. And it's, right. you know, all thought out. So, okay. it's pretty exciting. What's the yarn in the kit that... Um, the, like, the base? It's the Sunshine Yarns Classic Sock. Okay. And then I think they use another one, which is, like, an Ultra Luxe Light. So you that's have a two sing- different... That's a single ply. Yeah. Um, and I think that one, the Ultra Luxe Light, I feel like that's the one... That's the darker color, maybe. Yeah, that's like the the main. Like, the main. Well, I guess. Dark. Yeah. And not the not the color changing. They're part. all main colors, I guess, but they become they all become main colors. Right. Um, but that's really exciting. So I cued that, and I'm super excited for that. Okay. <laughs> I cued something else too, but we're not going to talk about it. 
Okay, we're not gonna talk about it. Again, retail therapy. Okay. I was I was texting Twee like all week and I was like, I bought something. Uh, but I wish it was here right now. And she's like, when did you buy it? And I'm like, I bought it 12 hours ago. Yeah. Why don't I have it right now? I want it right now. I wish it was. Very impatient. <laughs> like, teleportation for, for yarn. Yeah, for yarn. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, you know, we have the Kindle now. You can buy a book immediately mm-hmm. and have a download. But there's no... There's no, nothing like that for yarn. Yeah, there's no, you know, I want this yarn to start this project today. And then it just shows up. Maybe when the drones are up and running. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, what's your first thing that you buy on the drone? Yarn. Yarn. What's the second thing you buy on the drone? Yarn. Yarn. <laughs> <laughs> one day. One day, Tweet, it day will the, happen. One day the future will catch up with our That's how brain. we will trick the machines. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, so I queued that, and that was fun. Okay. Uh, what about you? I've queued um, one thing. And that's a blanket by Jared Flood called Umaro. Oh, nice. And it's... You know I love Jared Flood. I know. I haven't knit a Jared Flood pattern in a while. Oh, I love Jared Flood. And the reason I was, um... I cued this, and I've been, I was looking for a pattern. I've been trying to de-stash some of my bulky weight yarns for a while now. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, we live in Southern California, and I love wool and all that stuff, but... Just don't knit with it. I just, yeah, I've had some of these bulky yarns, these bulky wool yarns for ages. And, you know, there's just, you know, I wanted to make a cool, chunky sweater. But when, when am I going to wear that? Also, I feel like I love bulky yarns, but I only, in my head, I really want to make a cool, chunky sweater. But I know that it will be the most unflattering right. thing It'll make on me. me look like It'll a, make me look like, like a chunky little pounds. Like a chunky hobbit. Yeah, exactly. And I know, I mean, you know, under very rare circumstances, do I want to be looking like a chunky hobbit? Right. So I feel like even though I really want to do these things, <laughs> yeah. I, I know that, you know, in practice, right. I would never wear it. Like, even, I love so. those twinkle patterns, remember? Oh, those, in those big cr- city knits. Yes. Oh, and those crazy, so super, super bulky yarn. So beautiful. But again, we live in Southern California, and I am not a size zero. So we're, yeah, we're short. <laughs> we're short. We have some some curves. Yes. So I don't think that those some of those knits will look... I mean, I still have, not be I I still have one of the books. Oh, I still have the big city knits. Yeah. because yeah. it's, it's pretty. It's so pretty. So, yeah. so anyway, I have this uh, bag of... Rowan Big Wool Fusion. Yeah. Right. Which is their big wool, which is a bulky weight. And the fusion was sort of, um, I don't know, it was kind of like space dyed looking. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, I can't explain the colors. It It's mostly cream and then it has, it almost looks like it's just like little splatters of other color, of, you know, blue or gray or whatever. Yeah. And it's been on my Ravelry D stash for a while now. And occasionally, every few months, someone will email me about it. Oh, really? You know, and be like, oh, how much, like, you know. Is it discontinued? I think so. The the fusion. The fusion is. Yeah. And people will ask me about it, you know, because I have it for actually a pretty cheap price. Oh, yeah. You know, because I just want to go somewhere where someone will enjoy. I'm not trying to make a profit on it or anything crazy. And this has happened several times. People ask me if it's available, but then no one ends up following through. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. So I figured I gotta do something with it. I don't know anyone I can just give it to. Yeah. And so I decided to make something in chunky weight that at least I could use or give away, you know. And nice. I was like, oh, can I make ten hats in chunky weight? That might be a lot. Wow. Or a really bulky scarf that maybe right. I can give to someone. But then that go towards your fifteen and fifteen, right? Which could still happen. Yeah. But then I decided to look up. Uh, bulky blankets. Yeah. 
and that's where I found Umaro, which is a really beautiful cable and lace, you know, it's Jared Flood, a blanket made out of a super bulky yarn. Nice. So I'm going to make that. Awesome. And get it out of my stash and awesome. either give it away to someone, you know, as a housewarming gift, or I could keep it too, you mm-hmm. know. I find that I use, I would use something like a blanket, you know, I have, yeah, my mom's made me some, and, you know, your mom makes because even though blankets. it's warm out here, I find that blankets are, can be handy if you're watching TV, or my air conditioner gets really cold. Yeah, and it gets cold at night, you know. It does get cold at night, so. Yeah, I figure that's a good use for this super bulky wool. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I love that. So I've queued that, and I'm not sure when I will start that, but um, hopefully not too long, because... I just hate having this yarn that I just have no use for, and you know what I mean? It's yeah. a beautiful yarn. It's a nice yarn. I just yeah, personally hard. don't have, I can't, I'm, making a bulky sweater would just be a bad idea. I know. Well, then, and then it, like, takes forever for you to make the bulky sweater, because then you don't really want right. to knit it, you know? You're like, oh, I have to use it this way, and right. it's like, oh, then you never finish so, it. Since so, since no one bought it, I'm going to make a blanket out of it. Well, I can't wait to see it. I love Jared Flood pattern, so I, I'm sure it'll be really pretty. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a very pretty blanket, so. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> okay. And now, oh, can we do a giveaway? Yeah, we can do a giveaway. Yes. So we're finally going to pick a winner. Thank you for your patience. Yes, for the You So and So bag. Yes. And, I mean, it's cool because it just gave people a little more time to enter. Yeah. But we've locked the thread now, and we actually picked a winner. Yay! And surprisingly, we picked number two. Number two! Who is Yarning for a Smile. Hi, Yarning for a Smile. Congratulations. Yay! Yay. You win an awesome, large You So and So bag. It's awesome. It is awesome. And thanks for everyone for participating. Yeah, it was cool. We had a lot of entries, mm-hmm. which is really great. And she has, Sarah has new fabrics. It's, uh, she has Halloween fabrics up right now. <gasps> oh, that's good. I know. I guess I might make an order. I'm definitely going to make an order in the next few months. That was awesome. There's a bunch of fabrics I want right now. So congratulations, joining for a smile. I will PM you probably next week and get your mailing address and all that good stuff. Fabulous. So. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for playing, everyone. Thanks to you, so and so, for sending us an awesome bag. To Thank away. you. Yeah, Thank you. that's so much fun. Yep. Okay. Next, we are on to retail therapy. Okay, let's do retail therapy. On to retail therapy. Kimberly apparently really wants to do retail therapy because I bought something. Okay. So I have been um, kind of obsessively stocking in a really friendly way. Um, I like looking at that website, Slipped Stitch Studio. Yes. They make lots of cool bags and knitting accessories. Yeah, and if you remember a few months, a couple months ago, I bought mm-hmm. the Beetlejuice bag. Oh, I'm so jealous. So with, yeah, oh my gosh, so nice. Um, and I really, really like it. And this one, so, <laughs> so I kind of broke down and for whatever reason, I was, I'm cleaning out like this little area of my house that has a lot of stuff that's just kind of placed out. Um, on the street, like on the, on the floor and on the street, on the street. it's on the street, it's outside, yeah. um, on the floor. And so I feel like it's, it's not, it doesn't have a place, right? Even though it's sort of like that is its place. It's not covered or maybe it's, um, it looks like messy, right? It looks messy. It just looks cluttered. It looked cluttered. Mercy, and, yeah. and I was trying to clean that out because I don't like having stuff look cluttered. I mean, even if there's stuff there, I kind of know where it is, like it's in a container or it's hanging up or mm-hmm. something, but this was kind of just like laying there and I've, I've always not liked that. So I found this really awesome Swift 
cover. Yes. They make fun Swift covers. They make fun Swift covers, and this is called Unicorn and Rainbows. <laughs> it was $40. I love it. It is double lined, so... And it's padded, too. And it's padded, so the inside is this very pretty red and polka dot, white polka dot pattern. Um, tiny, tiny polka dots. And it's long. It's like, um... Uh, what do you think this is? This is like two and a half feet? Almost three feet? Maybe like three, uh... It's almost three feet tall, and it's a cylinder, and it's, um... It just, it's just enough to put your Swift in. Yeah. Um, and it, the pattern is a light sky blue, mm-hmm. and it has unicorns on it. <laughs> and rainbows. With unicorn and rainbow hair and rainbows. That looks this like it's amazing. coming out of their back. Yes. It's fantastic. It's pretty amazing. It's amazing. So... Uh, obviously, I saw Unicorns and Rainbows, and if you have ever listened to this podcast yeah. at all, you know that no. we have a, a soft spot for Unicorns, unicorns and Rainbows. Yes. Uh, so this was obviously a no-brainer, mm-hmm. um, and it's actually working out really, really well. So yeah. I've tied it, I've put it in, I've tied it up at the top, because yeah. it's a little drawstring, drawstring. and there's a... There's a, a handle. Handle. Yeah, hand hook. So you can... Hand hook. It's a cloth. And so I actually have a um, a hanger. Oh, in a hook. The, a hook. Mm-hmm. So I hang it up now. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it's not on the floor anymore. Oh, that's See? nice. See, so that actually really <laughs> serves yeah. double the purpose. It's, it's covered, so I don't have to look at uh, this Swift lying around. And it's also hanging up, so it's off the floor. Yeah, I've actually looked at their Swift covers before, because mine... Yeah, it's the same thing. It doesn't need a cover, but it just looks... Sad sitting out there, yeah. leaning against the wall. Leaning against the wall, and then it gets knocked over, and then I hear it rattle, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to break it, you know? So right. this was actually, this is my favorite purchase. <laughs> so far from so, them? Yeah, for, yeah, this is so great. So, I mean, it's got unicorns and rainbows on it. Yeah. And it's double purpose, so. Yeah. It's fantastic. Awesome. So, that's why I was so excited about retail therapy. I was like, oh, I need to talk about my Swift cover. Oh, it's so wonderful. It is. Yeah. It is. Well, it's kind of nice to see. I think I've seen them in person when they have a booth somewhere, but I yeah. forgot what they looked like, so it's kind of nice to be able to look at yours up close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I might, I definitely might buy one at some point. You should. Sure. I'm really happy with this one. And also, it's it's nice because, you know, I don't buy a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not really big, like, I'm not hugely participating in retail therapy now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I feel like when I do buy something, I'm like, yay! Yeah. So, this was really fun. Cool. So, that's mine. Did you buy anything? No, I've been really good. good. I mean, just because I went to see my, you know, parents, yeah. and the yarn store near them was having a sale, but I stayed away, and... Good for you. You know, and I knew I was going to San Diego, and I was going to be spending money there, so... Yeah. I've, I've just been trying not to to buy a lot of stuff. I did buy... Stephen West was having a sale mm. a couple weeks ago, a pattern sale, so 25% off. Oh, that's so good. So I, I think I bought his bundle that's the... Summer shawl knit along bundle. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah, and I don't feel too bad about that because I like Stephen Moss pattern. But it was twenty five percent off, right? <laughs> so it's not like. <laughs> but you I'm know. trying not to buy a bunch of yarn, though. I think I'm going to place an order for knit pick soon because I need to make a baby blanket and yeah. I need some yarn for that. So. Yeah. And they have a summer sale going on right now. They've yeah. been on for like a month, and I've resisted so far. I feel really good about the sales. Yeah. I feel better about sales. But it's hard to get, sometimes you get into that trap of, oh, it's on sale, so I'll just buy it, and maybe you don't really need it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, just trying to be more conscientious, because I have so much yarn. Yeah, good for you. I want to use the yarn I have so that I have a real excuse to buy new yarn. To buy more, yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. 
And uh, okay, that's good for retail therapy. The Ooh. next thing we have uh, is events. Events. I just want to remind everyone that the Altered Stitch is having an event with Republic of Wool mm-hmm. on next Saturday, July twenty fifth. Yes, from two to six. Yes, I believe that yeah, the other time they put up now is two to six. And they will have special kits for the Great Divide Shawl, and you can stock Republic of Wool, who I love. And we're going to be there probably early, around 2, right? 2 o'clock, Around yeah. 2, maybe a little earlier. Yeah. <laughs> well, we want to, we want to, we want to scope it out. Right. We, we want, we want first dibs, if yeah. possible. Yeah, very excited about this. Yes, so we will be there. If you guys are in the area, definitely stop by the Altar Stitch and check it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's all we have for knitting and spinning this week, right? I think so. It's been a while, but we've been we've been uh, busy. Yeah, we've been busy. So, all right. Um, so we're gonna move on to non knitting things. And if you want to stick around, please stick around. Yeah. Okay. So what are you uh, what are you reading, Kimberly? Ah, uh, what am I reading? I'm reading so many things. I'm reading so many things right now. Twee and I are in a challenge with a couple friends trying to read some. Um, some books in uh, in the month of July, so we're just trying to read as fast as we. Can. Yeah, I've been. I'm so losing. But everyone else has read ten books already, and I'm only on four. But you've but been traveling a lot. I know. It's been a lot of tra- driving for you, no. so you can't read when you're driving. I mean, I it's not safe. <laughs> only, That's not safe. That would be the amazing thing if we had one instant yarn, and then two cars that drove themselves, so I could knit. And, and read, read yeah. while it drove me to work. Like a minority report? Yes. Yeah, I love Which, that. I, I love, love that movie. Idea. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's great. Um, so I'm reading, I'm going to talk about two books. One okay. of them is um, Illumine okay. by Jay Kristoff and Amy Kaufman. It comes out in October. It's a young adult sci-fi novel. Mm-hmm. It is told in a very non-traditional um format mm-hmm. it's a it's a book, but it's told through almost like a report. Yeah. So there's different... Um, sections and different sort of authors, different authors, different narrators, depending on what you're reading and which section. Right. So there's like I am um uh transcripts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's um report transcripts about what you see on a video camera, a security okay. feed. Like emails? Yeah, and there's emails and there's so everything it's really fun. Um there's really a lot of good stuff and a lot of bad stuff uh not bad stuff, but, you know, stranger stuff because of the format. Mm-hmm. Like, stuff that doesn't really compute, that doesn't... Um, Did you find that format was hard to sort of get I think into the format story? is distracting. Okay. I like the format because it's different, but I didn't have a great... Um, sense of the characters? Sense of... There was not a lot of connecting with the characters mm-hmm. because it kind of distances yourself yeah. so far. Maybe it would have been good if it was... Like, interspersed with actual, like, prose. Um, There's, especially because, so this is a story about a planet that's being invaded, and they get, um, they escape, and now they're on, there's three spaceships, and they're running from this uh, spaceship that has destroyed the planet. So the the Lincoln is the invader, and it represents um, a company, and it's running after these three spaceships that have refugees on it. Okay. Um... So, without getting too much into it, because there's a lot of there's a lot of fun twists. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of lots of surprising things that happen. I really like the way that uh, Jay Kristoff and Amy Kaufman write. I'm a fan of Amy Kaufman from right. from her other YA series that was she writes style with Megan Spooner. Cohesive together. Yeah, I think they do. I think they're pretty good um, writing. They they kind of play off each other really okay. well. There's a lot of great dialogue, like I am dialogue. Some of it's really okay. funny, especially between like. 
um, his name is Ezra. He's the main guy and his friends. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of like funny jokes and like, you know, stuff like your friends would say, mm-hmm. right? That So there was like a real human aspect to that. Okay. Um, but at the same time, I found that because of the format, you just have to read very carefully. Oh, um, remember who, it's slow maybe to, whose point of view it's from? Yeah, and it's it's slow to read. And then also it's, again, I didn't really feel like really attached to any of the characters. Right. Um, also, some of the reports were kind of unbelievable because it's like you're supposed to be reading this you official report. You wouldn't write a report you that You wouldn't way. write a report yeah. like this. Like, I don't care if it's taking place in like 26, 25 or something. You would never say <laughs> this. Reports don't change that much. Yeah, it's a report. Like, it's an official document mm-hmm. and yet it's still, act- it's it's a report that reads like a 13-year-old wrote it, right? Right. Like, it's still a little like, mm-hmm. I don't really, it's kind of taken me out of the world. Okay. But overall, I think it's a good book. I right. think it's a fun book. Mm-hmm. Um, it's part of a series. It's the start okay. of a series, and I'd be interested in reading the other books in the series. Okay. I think it can only get better. Okay. Um, as long as you're not um, weirded out by strange formats. Um, yeah, I, I mean, when you okay. when you flip through the book, too, you'll see. It looks kind of crazy. It looks crazy. It, don't freak out. <laughs> yeah, but they do, and they do some really great stuff. There's this one, there's this one part where there's someone in a spaceship, um, like in a, kind of like a pod, mm-hmm. right? And they want to tell the action from the pod, Okay. And so the way that they format it on the page is really nice. It's in these big sweeping strokes across the page, but it's only maybe one sentence that's oh, okay. sweeping through the page. Uh-huh. So it gives like a really good feel to the motion, the movement of some of the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, some some of it because it's reports just really detached. Okay. So that's one of the things I'm reading. What, okay. what are you reading? I read. Uh, I'm also, I read also an advanced copy of a historical romance called When a Scott Ties the Knot. <laughs> by Tessa Dare. Awesome. And that's part of her Castles Ever After series. Oh, did you take a picture of the cover? Is there a good cover? Uh, I have a digital copy, oh. but the, co- the cover's nice. The covers to the series are pretty nice. Send it to the muffin. To send the it muffin. to me so I can send it to okay, muffin. Because yeah. he, he's Scottish. He is of Scottish My descent. muffin is Scottish. Yes. Yeah, that'd be good. I know, and the, and the main character, the guy, he uh, wears... A kilt? He wears a kilt all, like, all the time. Oh, yeah, because they just wear them all the time. Right. <laughs> Back in those days... <laughs> And it's awesome. So it's the Castles Ever After series. Each book sort of, there's a castle sort of involved. And in in this one, there's um, a, the female character. I can't remember anyone's name right now. Sorry. And she... Is she awesome? No, she's cool. When she's, I think, young, you know, every she's very shy. When she's 15 or something, mm-hmm. she goes away to, you know, somewhere for the summer. And to get her parents off her back, she tells them, oh, I met this guy there, he was, you know, amazing Scottish officer, and, you know, but, you know, he had to go away, and we've just been, you know, mm-hmm. we're betrothed, or whatever, oh, and right. so she's, like, made up this guy, and I think is I think it's Ian McKenzie, is it Ian McKenzie? It's something like that. Ian McKenzie? Is that, like, an actor's name, I just make that up? I think you made that up. Okay. It's Ian McKellen, but I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, whatever his name is, she she makes up a name and and it, it gets her out of having to go to like London and doing all that stuff she hates, like going to parties and trying to find a husband. Oh, that's good. So she's smart. She's so she, you know, she's smart. So she so she starts to write these letters to pretend, you know, that she's writing to him. Mm-hmm. But she starts to write these real letters. You know, first they sort of, you know, they're just a. She knows she's not writing to anyone, but she, you know, they start off, you know, like, hey, I'm writing to you, my fake boyfriend, and, you know, da-da-da, and she sends them off, just imagining that they're, you know, never going anywhere, that, you know, 
post office has no idea what to do. Oh, with she's that. actually mailing them. She's mailing them. Oh, right. So you know, five or six years go by, and she figures she can't do this forever. So she makes up a story about how he dies. So her, you know, so he dies, and uh, you know, her uncle ends up giving her this castle so she can go live in, and she's like kind of a spinster or whatever, you know, Aww. and. But, like, right after she gets there, a, you know, a clan of high, Highland, you know, Scottish soldiers comes, and he's like, hey, I'm, like, Ian McKenzie, or whatever his name is, and I'm betrothed to you, you know what I mean? And That's crazy. He knows she's lying, and she knows he's lying, but he's been getting the letters. <gasps> so, and basically... That's really fun. Yeah, he wants to... That's really fun. He wants to marry her so that he can share in this castle, and he has all these men who fought against, I guess against England, what they were doing back then, you know? Mm -hmm. And they all came back, and, you know, England's taken all their lands, and so he's, he wants to, you know, have everyone, you know, it's like a big castle, so there's like a ton of land, mm -hmm. you know? And so both of them are like, she's like, well, you can't tell people I was lying this whole time, yeah, and, and she's like, now I have to marry him. <laughs> this is one of those things, and of course, you know, they fall in love and all that fun stuff. So this comes out in August, and it's it's fun. I, I like historical romance. I like Tessa Dare, so nice. uh, it's, a, it's a very cute book. Very so. cool. What else are you reading? Um, I just finished, um, or I'm reading actually Red by Alexandra Harvey. Okay. So Red came out, I think, in March or April of this year. Okay. Alexandra Harvey is really, I like her um, writing a lot. It's a YA paranormal book. Uh, she's done the a couple series and a, another mm -hmm. couple of YA books, but I like her writing a lot. It's very kind of, for lack of a better term, fun, Buffy-ish writing. Okay. It's like quirky and there's some fun jokes. It's very clever. Mm -hmm. It's easy to read. Um, and it always has some sort of, you know, humor and darkness to it. Okay. So this is Red. And is this it's, a series or just standalone? I think it's a standalone. Okay. And it's about a girl who can light fires with her mind. Ooh. And she is, she lights her school on fire by accident. Oh. And she is sent to live with her grandmother, who is the maid, housekeeper of a castle. Do other people have powers in this well, story or do they think she set it on fire like she thinks they think she's an arsonist okay, okay. right that's what so, i was wondering yeah the world is like normal world but then she gets to this castle and of course it's run by this man and his son who have these secrets and there could be i'm only halfway through the book but okay. there are definitely magical, mythical creatures that invade the... Roaming around? Roaming around okay. in this world. Um, it's not apparent to everyone that these things exist, nor is it apparent to everyone that they have to be fought and like, okay. kept in line. And the, the, the guy and his son are obviously doing something shady. Okay. Um, we don't know if it's good or bad. Just We think the father might be bad. Okay. I don't know. I mean... I'm only 50% through. You never okay. know. Alexandra Harvey is really good about kind of like switching, you know, like okay. throwing something at you. Okay. Um, so it's so far, it's been really, really a lot of fun. Again, I only have an hour. Uh, I, it's a quick read. It's mm -hmm. only like 200 and something pages. Oh, wow. Um, almost 300 pages, I think. So I've only got like an hour, I think, left to okay. read. And it's been really entertaining. Okay. So, so you I'm like it so far. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's pretty. The cover is all forest. Mm hmm And it's this one, of course, one girl that you can't see, but she's in red. Mm hmm And it's called Red. So it's kind of little, little Red Riding Hood-ish. Like, okay. there might be wolves involved. Okay. There, there's definitely something going on that's not good. Okay. Yeah. So huh. it's a lot of fun. I, yeah, I, that would totally miss my radar. So it's good to know, like... 
I think it would have missed my radar if I wasn't already a fan of Alexandra Harvey. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Okay. Cool. I recommend that. What are you reading? Um, I am almost done with The Raven Boys. Yeah. By Maggie Stiefwater. Oh, and it's so good. Both of us love Maggie Stiefwater, and I've had these like she's on her third book in the series now, and I've yeah, I've the had one comes out in the spring. Okay, I've had them for a while. I've just been kind of putting it off, you know. Just you have been, and I've been dying because I wanted to I talk know. to you about it. It's so so I'm really close to the end. Oh my god! But I'm kind of afraid to read the ending. Oh yeah, you should be. You know what I mean? Like stuff's <laughs> like stuff's happening. Stuff is happening, and it is not good. I mean, to give a recap, I guess it's about this girl named Blue, mm-hmm. and she lives in Henrietta, Georgia, and her whole family is psychics. Yes, and that's how they make their living. Yes, but she herself is not a psychic. She is an amplifier. Yes, and she makes her, you know. Her aunts and her moms, their powers stronger, and all throughout her life, every time she's been told a fortune, it's you know you when you kiss your true love, like like they will die or he, he will die. Yeah, he will die. And obviously, this alarms Blue, right? And she's <laughs> I think she's maybe sixteen or something yeah. around that. And one day she goes out with her mom and her aunts to this graveyard. They go every year to. Um, and when they go to, the, to a certain day, to this certain place in their town, they can see the spirits of people who will die within the next 12 months. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like a service they do for the town, or people who, are, you know, pay for this, like, they will let them know. You know, just so they can sort of get their affairs in order and stuff, not, you know, really to, like, prevent anything, you know, because yeah. they don't really believe in that. They don't believe they can prevent it. Right. And she usually never sees anything. She's just there to help amplify the, you know, her, her mom's powers and... But this one night she goes and she sees someone and, you know, and she's like, and she's like, what's your name? And he tells her his name and, you know, she asked her mom, why would I see this person? I never seen anyone. And yeah. she's like, well, you must have a strong connection to him. Like, this might be like the person that, you know, who's your true love, which means like, you might kill him. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? That's a bummer, guys. And that's a real bummer. And then he ends up, then she ends up, like, he ends up calling the house for a reading because he's... He's this character named Gansey, and he and his friends are looking for this mythical, mythical Welsh king. Is he Scottish? Oh, he might be Welsh. I yeah. think he's Welsh king, and it's a whole... If you find the Welsh king and you wake him up, you get a wish. Right. So that's their motivation. The Raven Boys right. is called the Raven Boys because it's a, based on this... It's a private High school, school, and yeah. their emblem is a raven. Right. And Gansey's been obsessed with finding um, the Scottish king for a while. He likes looking for magical thing, sort I of. Love, I love it's that. hard to explain. It's anyway, so good. Anyway, it's really, really good. If you've never read any Maggie Stiefwater, she has a, just a fantastic way of writing that's so different than anyone else. Yeah. And I get such a, these characters are so well, they're so good, drawn out and like developed. They're like, you know, they're, they're all different and you know exactly who's who. It's not like, they're not generic at all. If you haven't read Maggie Stiefvater, this is the one to read. I feel like right. this series is my favorite se- series of hers. I think it might be. I haven't finished this book yet. I'm just a little. I'm a little afraid of what's gonna happen. You gotta go. You gotta it's, keep it's going. It's getting crazy right now, and I'm just like, oh. You gotta keep going. And um, I'm listening to the audiobook, oh, and cool. that's read by Will Patton. Mm-hmm. And he's a very, very good reader. I actually just ran into Maggie at Comic Con. 
and I was talking to her about it, and she asked me, you know, oh, how do you like, you know, Will? And I, and I was like, oh, I really like him, and, you know, and she was like, good, because I, you know, I specifically requested him, and, you know, he's, I think he's not normally a, um, like, he's not normally an audiobook, a, an audiobook person, I think he's an actor, but she really wanted him, and so. That's cool. Yeah, and, and he's great, if you listen to audiobooks, I would totally recommend this one. But now I'm kind of afraid to listen to the end of it, so I might actually read the end of it, because yeah. I have the book. Yeah. So, it's really good. I, yeah. It's good, it's good. <laughs> I have a feeling it's going to be, so, like, so good. Oh, anyway. it's so amazing. Yes. I'm so excited. Anyway, so that's what I'm reading, The Raven Boys, which is the first book in The Raven Cycle by Maggie Stiefvater. So, what are you watching? I'm going to just talk about one thing because it's been taking up all of my time, and that is Game of Thrones. Um, oh. We are finally into, full into Game of Thrones. Um, if you remember, really quickly, I had only watched the first season, and then I stopped for like two years because I had it in my head that I was going to read the books before I saw <laughs> it on like, HBO. That's like me, yeah. I'm going to read the books, I'm going to read the books. And then, but what happens is, is that because the fil- the TV show keeps going, there's all these entertainment articles. Mm. And so then I start finding out stuff. Like, uh-huh. there's tons of spoilers, spoilers online. Yeah. And they don't even say that they're spoilers anymore because maybe it's from season two or season three. But to me, they're spoilers because I have right. not read the books. So I basically, we basically give it up on this. I'm, I, I will eventually read the books, but I feel like I can't stop from seeing spoilers. So now it's kind of ruining it all mm-hmm. for me. So we've started now so watching I'm just gonna season watch two. The TV, so. Yeah, so we've gone through season two. And now we're in the middle of season three. Is it amazing? It's very good. Um, I am, I am anticip because of this. I am waiting for the end of season three because I have a good idea on what's happening. Okay. Um, so there's a little bit of trepidation, okay. uh, but it's it, it's. I mean, it's a fabulous television show. So we're really enjoying that. Okay. Uh, but there's been again, there's been a lot of garter stitch. I was going to say, how do you watch Game of Thrones in bed? <laughs> it's just, just garter, it's the blanket, okay. it's just garter stitch, because I can't concentrate on anything yeah. else. There's so many characters, and everyone's double-crossing everybody, oh it's great, yeah. it's great. So okay. yeah, so that's what I'm watching, cool. hours and hours, trying to catch up. Okay, cool. <laughs> right? It's yeah. Awesome. Uh, I've been watching a lot of things, I, I do want to talk about some of the pilots I saw at Comic-Con, but I think I might wait for the next episode, because there's a couple of movies I want to talk about this week, so... Nice. Uh, the first one is Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. Oh, you saw it? Yes. It's awesome. Awesome. It's very good. It's Aww. based on a young adult novel by Jesse Andrews, mm-hmm. and it is, um, you know, it's, like its title says, it's about one character, his friend Earl, and this girl who, uh, she gets, I think, leukemia yeah, at the beginning of the leukemia. movie. It's just a really sort of sweet, funny very quirky movie, but not in a way that's, you know, sort of disingenuine, you know yeah, what I mean? Nice. It's, it's hard to explain this movie, but it's just really funny and really just sort of touching, and these two kids also make these sort of bad, rend- their own renditions of these, like, foreign films, mm-hmm. and so the films in the film are really funny, really funny too. Yeah. Yeah, and it has a really good soundtrack. Cool. Uh, it's it's like a I think it's Fox Searchlight, so it's a smaller movie, but it's really good, and I would recommend seeing it if you can. Okay. Yeah, I think it's still in theaters. Yeah, it should still be in theaters. Yeah. And then the next movie is one that I got on Redbox with my parents, and it's called Black Sea, and that stars Jude Law. Oh. Yeah, wow. it's a really interesting movie. He's a uh, he works. On a salvage company that 
goes into submarines and salvages, you know, ships and things, you know, gets, you know, ships that have sunk and they, yeah. they find things that are in them that are worth, you know, selling and, yeah. you know. And at the beginning of the movie, he gets laid off and it's, you know, terrible because, you know, that's how he makes his living and that's kind of all he knows. He's been a sort of a submarine driver or whatever for the last 15 years and now it's like, what is he going to do? And then he and his friends who are also used to work for that company or for other companies similar who have been laid off get wind of this sunken treasure, like this ship that might have this gold from World War II or something in it. Mm-hmm. Like a hundred million dollars, something crazy, you know. So he gets this sort of motley crew together of former submarine people who have all sort of been screwed to go in search of this, and it has to be really secretive because I think it's, I think it's in Russia. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they're like, in waters. They should right. Be they in. should not be yeah. there. So and you know, it's submarines are interesting. It's like whenever there's. Whenever you're gonna, whenever there's a submarine involved, I just feel like this is gonna be oh, bad trouble. news. It's yeah, trouble. this is gonna be bad news. And so yeah, they go down, and then of course all this stuff arises, and sort of like they're arguing over the shares, and like is there is it there a monster? No, it's all like drama. It's all people drama. Um, people monsters. Yes, mm-hmm. it's all. It's really interesting. How did you hear about it? You just found it on Redbox, or yeah, I had heard about it. I think I had seen a trailer for it, but. I don't know if I saw anything for it when I was in theaters, mm-hmm. but I was looking through, you know, the Redbox uh, website, trying to find some stuff, you know, for my mom, mm-hmm. just being like, oh, we want to watch. And she saw it, I was like, oh, I haven't seen Jude Law in so long. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's this movie, you know, it looks intense, but, you know, you know, he's in it. So we got it on Redbox, and it's it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of hard to watch <laughs> at times, but it's actually, it's very good. That's cool. I would I would definitely recommend it. Did you believe Jude Law? Yeah, he's I think, good? He's, I think he's Irish in it. He has a different accent oh, wow. than he normally does. Cool. Yeah. And it's directed by Kevin McDonald, who did The Last King of Scotland. Oh, so you can kind I'm of sure it's really intense. Yeah, so you can you know, yeah, you can see his style in The Last this. King of Scotland was so intense. Yes. I watched that and I needed a hug. Yes. Yeah. You probably need a hug after this. I might need a hug. Okay. Right. But it was That's it was good. such an interesting movie and I don't think anyone really saw it, so right, right. I would recommend it for, you know, a dollar fifty was worth it. There you go. Yay. Yay. And I think that's it for this week. That is it. Oh, sorry for taking up all this time, but it's been a while since we've uh, been together. I know. We're sorry about that. We really have had scheduling conflicts, so we're happy we could do it today, and then you'll see us on a regular two-week basis. It might be well, it might be two and a half weeks. Yeah, but just sort of our normal schedule. Normal schedule. Versus this is longer than usual. Yeah, so the summer just work. got crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but otherwise we'll we'll be back. Yes, and hopefully we'll have some FOs. <gasps> Yes, that would be amazing. Maybe another hat. Maybe. If I knit really quickly. <laughs> you I can, can make a hat, a hat in two weeks. Yeah. Should be good. So thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. And we'll talk to you soon. Hope you're having a good summer. Yep. Bye. Bye. You can find all the show notes at twistedstitchespodcast.blogspot.com. You can find me, Twee, on Ravelry and Instagram as fishgoal182 and Kimberly on Ravelry as Kimberly Buggy. You can also find our Ravelry group as Twisted Stitches. 